instead of using IQ, this is the time you start using EQ a lot. EQ. Yes, yes, definitely. Right? EQ is the most important thing right now. You know, not only for your sanity, but also for the people who work for you. Yes, definitely. You know, and I think that's where it comes down to being able to do that. Like, for example, even an employee, right, a report to you can set the bar in terms of saying, look, these are my working hours or being able to tell their manager, like, you know, hey, I'm going to be doing this with my family at this time. Unless it's urgent and obviously build the responsibility in these people, yes. like give them enough time to do it and hold them accountable at that point of time, right? Um, and you have to employ management practices and also people management practices. But you're shifting gears here in terms of saying, look, at the office, I can go pull Shreya out of her room and talk to her or go into her office and say, go do this and you know you become the professional uh, what do you call interrupters yes yes definitely. but in this world you don't want that welcome to next 10 i'm your host for the brand new show that's called next in my name is hofresh and i'm a data center professional in addition to a software engineer my show is about next insights, next inputs, and the next innovations. In here, I'm currently delving into the working ways of some of the most successful personalities across the world. And before we get to today's interview, I just want to share a few things. Something I'm thinking of doing is starting to respond to listeners' questions. So if you've got stuff on your mind, maybe things about the world of work, ethics, data center, research, productivity, innovations, anything, particularly in this really weird working world that we're in at the moment with COVID, I would love to hear from you. The contact email that you would need is always in the show notes, which is as contact at nextintimes.com. So if there's any question on your mind that you would like me to dig into the research and answer in future episodes, please do send those in. And a big, very big thank you to everyone who has left a review or even have listened to my podcast. I think there's something like a thousand plus plays so far in Apple podcast, which is amazing. So if you're enjoying Next In, I'm so appreciative to anyone who leaves a review or writes some words back to me. Now, without any delays, let's get on with today's show. I'm very excited to announce my guest today, someone that I've worked very closely with for the last two years. He is Mr. Anil Reddy, or AR as I like to call him. So Mr. Reddy is extremely an impressive personality and my role model for all these times that I've been working with him. He brings together a unique blend of curiosity and experience and can truly be categorized as born in the cloud. He's a subject matter expert for IoT and advanced data analytics. Having held strategic leadership positions in some of the game-changing corporations like Microsoft, Target, PepsiCo, and Tata's, has been instrumental in forging the strategic partnerships. 
as a global lead for Microsoft's cloud infrastructure, strategy, and capacity acquisition, he managed the portfolio and have driven strategic relationships with reference to cloud. He headed the executive staff for cloud and enterprise division, business management, and partnerships based in Redmond. He also refined the Windows Azure and Microsoft Cloud strategy apart from assisting the leadership team to drive a customer-focused approach. I really hope that each one of you liked this episode because it's quite a personal one because this one is coming from Ragbank, the workplace that I've been working on for quite some time now and have been actively shaping it every day. So... On that note, let's head over to Mr. Reddy. Mr. Reddy, welcome to the show. Hey, Shreya. Thank you for having me on the show. Long time. Uh, it's a pleasure actually being able to share some thoughts with you, uh, especially given this crazy global pandemic. It's really great to have you on the show today and to be able to talk to you after so long. So, given the situation, how is it going for you? See, first of all, I have never been a big fan of work from home. Um, and it has always been very difficult for me to work from home. I'm more of an outgoing, I mean, uh, outdoor person per se. And the second is, I love to be around people, especially in a work environment. And the higher up you are, the more reasons to be at a place where you're able to touch and feel and, you know, actually... Uh, work around these different themes and different initiatives and so on and so forth. Though we have virtual, uh, you know, conferences or ways to do things virtually, but it's a totally different paradigm per se, right? Um, if you are in a work environment, uh, especially physically in an office or something, Nine out of 10 times, you just walk to the next office or walk down the corridor to the next building or something like yeah. that and are able to get things done, right? I mean, informally. But now everything becomes like kind of formal uh, to be able to do it. And yes, given all the technology that we have, uh, you know, almost every laptop is equipped with, you know, mm -hmm. video equipment and all that. Uh, Microsoft has the Teams offering, Zoom is there, a lot of conferencing. Uh, tools and technologies to be able to do it. In spite of that is that discipline, that interpersonal kind of uh, working is actually gets reduced, mm -hmm. right? Even from an efficiency perspective, personally, I feel I get more things done in the office than actually working from home. Yeah, it happens, yeah. definitely. Right? Uh, because there I can multitask here, it becomes almost like a single, yeah, multitasking in a way, what I mean by multitasking, it's not just doing emails while I'm talking to a person or doing video calls and uh, sending out directions on messenger or my cell phone and all that. It's more or less is like, you know, if, if you're there, you're able to direct, you're able to participate and you're able to do uh, take on multiple initiatives and drive multiple things in multiple different directions. And I think you're much more active and your mind is also much more, uh, what do you call, very active and thinking creatively versus working from home. Mm -hmm. But that's the traditional approach, right? Yeah. But now you start looking at this has become the way of life for the last month and it's likely to be there for the next few months. 
Um, we do not know when the end is near. Like you said, hopefully it ends soon. But I think it's going to take us at least a year to get back to normalcy. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there are going to be so many things which are happening. But in the new world is this, right? You're doing nothing but, like me here, I have my home office. I'm sitting in front of a computer and I'm doing most of my stuff from here. Literally, that physical activity of going out, seeing the sun or, you know, going and seeing somebody else, seeing new faces or familiar faces and things, that's all gone away, right? Monotony creeps in. And some of the things that we are learning when we talk to people, learn about good practices and all that is trying to break that monotony by doing some inorganic things that you would normally do by sitting at a home office. Right? Take, yeah, right. take the time out. If you have a balcony, go stand in the balcony and do your calls. Like pace around. Or as it gets really hectic, take a walk. You know, take a walk down the street, spend like five, 10 minutes away. Now here in Seattle, we are kind of in a unique uh, weather situation because we have tropical climate here. It rains a lot. It could be sunny in the morning. We could have a hailstorm in the evening. That's what happened yesterday. The ground was covered like we had snow. Yeah. Um, so how do you deal with that? I mean, literally is like, you know, trying to take a break. Trying to take a break, get your creative juices online and try to get some exercise wherever possible. And as much as I've been a physical person, I've been never into yoga and stuff like that. So I'm trying to do some of these things where I don't gain weight. Yes, yes. You know, well, I still remain agile and fit and uh, being able to do stuff. Now that the family is at home, taking mm -hmm. a break to spend some time with them too. Yeah. You know, doing stuff with them, doing chores around the house, helping the wife out, helping the kids out, or bugging the kids, as the kids would say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I think they have reached a point right now. They said, Dad, go away. You know. See, not all people have the temperament for sitting long hours alone and working without actually being in the dedicated workspace. So you need to have patience and pure dedication to do remote work. So how do we work on improving that phase of our personality? Right. I think as managers, um, we have to build that same discipline that we had while we were physically at work. Okay. Right, not to take things for granted saying, hey, you know, I know this guy or she, he or she is at home. I can call them anytime I want. I can get these things done. It's also understanding people have a life. In spite of staying at home, they have a life. And so being able to make things easier and learning new management practices, operational practices like delegating the work and giving them the time to do it, you know, having regular checkpoints instead of having them on the screen all the time, you know, and letting them do their work and understanding that they go through the same issues that you're going through. And yeah. if they have younger kids, and I think for managers, this is the right time to understand the structure of the people's families, people who work for them, to understand how things are done in their places. And this is where getting more personal and Instead of using IQ, this is the time you start using EQ a lot. Yes, yes, definitely. Right? EQ is the most important thing right now. You know, not only for your sanity, but also for the people who work for you. Yes, definitely. You know, 
And I think that's where it comes down to being able to do that. Like, for example, even an employee, right, a report to you can set the bar in terms of saying, look, these are my working hours or being able to tell their manager, like, you know, hey, I'm going to be doing this with my family at this time, unless it's urgent. And obviously build the responsibility in these people, yes. like give them enough time to do it and hold them accountable at that point of time, right? Um, and you have to employ management practices and also people management practices. But you're shifting gears here in terms of saying, look, at the office, I can go pull Shreya out of her room and talk to her or go into her office and say, go do this and, you know, you become the professional, uh, what do you call, interrupters. Yes, yes, definitely. But in this world, you don't want that. You know, yeah. you want to give them the ropes to be able to do it. And I think it is very important that people develop really strong interpersonal skills. And this is the time for micromanagement freaks to actually take a step back and think about macro management practice. So actually this conversation is going very interesting and I've been uh, doing the research around uh, the new work environment when I was uh, thinking about the podcast, uh, recent podcast that we are having the conversation on. And it was, uh, I, I had a talk with uh, different colleagues and uh, friends of mine wherein I was asking how they're adopting the new culture of work. Uh, because it's been shifted to work from home right now and people are not used to it and uh, employers are looking out for uh, increasing the productivity and they have been into the new norm of tracking the resources as much as they can. So there have been uh, certain and regular, I must say, checkpoints wherein they track um, the records and logs of employees on the hourly basis and on the other side when it comes to the employees so they have been really frustrated I must say in uh, in this uh, kind of uh, restrictions from the employer side so I think uh, this is kind of uh, creating the chaos among uh, the employees also and amongst the employers also so what what do you say that's very extreme, right? I mean, yeah. uh, even, I mean, look, under normal circumstances when everything is there, uh, when you have certain uh, roles, for example, customer support roles where you need to be online, you need to be uh, responsive within a certain period of time, yeah. and, you know, the customer support centers, the PPOs. But that still does not mean that these people cannot take a break or cannot go do this, right? Um, for example, there are enough KPIs. Set the KPIs, right? Yeah, yeah. And there are enough KPIs to track a person's performance. Mm -hmm. There are enough mechanisms without becoming so uh, dictatorial or, uh, for lack of a better word, dictatorial. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, uh, it's... Why? I mean, we are already under stress by sitting at home. Yes, yes. Definitely. We are already under stress with the global situation. People are already under stress regarding their health. People are under stress regarding economy. Yeah, yeah. And they're worried if they'll have a job or not. 
everybody, right? Exactly. Is job worried. security is again a point. Job yes. security. I mean, you do not know if that company will be up and running tomorrow. You know, sales have dropped. You cannot go do your sales calls. Like salesmen who thrive on going out and making sales and all that stuff. Yeah. Why create more havoc? The, the role of the company, role of the people is to create a very ambient work environment where people can still do their best work without feeling threatened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, I understand the advanced markets, you know, developing nations and all that stuff. I remember when I was working for the Tatas in India, mm -hmm. is I couldn't even look my boss in the eye and talk to him because that was called arrogance. But now come fast forward 25, 30 years later, I mean, things are different now, right? I mean, you've got people who have studied abroad, come back. I mean, they've seen the Western style of working and all that stuff. There's no reason for any country, especially India, US, UK, to have that kind of draconian measures to be yep. able to do it. There is a balance, yep. you know? And these are the kind of people tomorrow, yeah, the job market is tight. But the thing is, once you get out of it, are you going to have those good people still working for you? Exactly. Right? So now it's not about the company anymore. See, I've always believed that people work for people, not companies. Yeah. You know, their manager makes their life, I mean, their career or breaks it, you know. Uh, but at the same point of time, it's very important right now that you play that role of a mentor, as a manager, a coach. Uh, I think it's much more needed now than it would have been in a work environment. Exactly. Coming to that particular point, the employer and employee relationship, the rapport building is a must. People happen to believe that uh, micromanagement is in direct proportion with the productivity. But... I think it's the reverse of it. Yeah, absolutely right, right? I mean, we are not a manufacturing shop. You're not on an assembly line. Yeah. You do that same thing day in and day out, you know. Yeah. Plug, turn, you know, next, you know. You, you're not doing that anymore, right? Yeah. Many of the jobs are not that. Mm, yes. I mean, that a lot of those jobs have been automated. The need of the hour is ingenuity and, you know, real bringing out the intelligence of a person to do it. Like the customer service jobs I was telling you is, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, if they're not happy, what do you think the service they're giving to the customers? Right? And the customer is not given that service. What do you think has happened to that customer? That customer is going to, you know, split that frustration around multiple different people. It's a chain reaction. Yeah, yeah. Now the negative ones are going to be much greater chain reaction than the positive ones. Positive ones, yes. Right? So the emphasis needs to be is how do you positively, uh, you know, reinvigorate your people, motivate them, and be a much more of a bigger cheerleader yes. right now than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. yeah. So, so this is thing you sleep at home you work at home sometimes it's hard to separate private life and business life and to be very honest all the people that i've been talking to they it's just one thing that we are all disturbed out of that's the sleep cycle 
the sleep hours and the whole routine has been disturbed see there is a good side to it too let's take a look at the positive side okay now i'm having lunch with my wife and kids yeah yeah together right and we are having dinners together so it's become a kind of thing you know there are times when i go cook something right okay. just to get out of the monotony i'm just there in the kitchen you guys sit down i'm going to make you yeah. you know something to do it so there are much more cohesiveness uh with the family and uh, you know the whole thing um than it was ever before because if i go to work i you know i was work for me right i on the phone or something hardly talk to wife and kids unless it is necessary yeah yeah and the other thing is i do not know when i was going to get home It's or hard. when i get home i might be on the phone again right and i'll tell them you finish your dinner we'll have dinner later but now it is being able to do that but the negative effects of that is you're bored yeah a lot because you're looking at the same four walls you're looking at the same faces yeah nothing wrong with that but the thing is you're not stepping out to enjoy the environment or enjoy certain things yes you can go for a walk and all that but you're going to be seeing the same trees in the same street over yeah, and over again the monotony creeps in yes yeah the monotony creeps in and yeah. what happens is that whole sleep cycle also has to do with this uh, the setting of the mind how your mind yes. is working so what i feel is my sleep hours have been disrupted and the amount of time i'm able to sleep is also less the interest in doing certain things what i love i want to sit down and watch a movie how many movies am i going to sit down and watch previously if i sat down and watched one or two which is a luxury in a week i used to enjoy it hmm. now it's like oh my god it's like another movie you know so it's taking us time to actually build a new rhythm to be able to do this you know and uh, for people especially with small children and elderly parents at home and people who are over the 50 yeah. uh, years age limit they're taking extra precautions to do it so even more restriction on um, their moments and all that so fundamentally i would say there are disruptions but one thing i can tell you is we are all you know smart homo, homo sapiens yeah uh, that we adjust we adapt and we will continue to grow in whatever we do yeah and the mind is to be set in oh my god why am i in such a situation why is the world against me or why is this happening and but to look at what are the right things to do how do you make yourself better just the right time to read right time to look at some philosophical things in life look at uh, you know um even people who are uh, spiritual is actually adopt some of the spiritual things to mm-hmm. get into it because something to get your mind to do something differently and i'm also a believer that some of our beliefs and spirituality also leads to being a better person yeah you know a better manager you know so it's time to learn that 
Yeah. So there is enough to do. I mean, even some of your dreams, uh, I think uh, where we said, hey, if I had the time, I would do this, is do it's it. It's the time right now, yes. It's the time right now. No, who are you going to give excuses to? Yes. You know, you have to make it happen. Pick up painting, learn music. Yeah. You know. That's, that's a great message to all of us. Anything you'd like to add on? As, I mean, as much as we want to call chaos, there is a positive in the chaos. So every chaos also, I mean, it's like, you know, for every negative, there's a positive. Yes. So in this thing is get to know your family better, you know, be with your family better, get to know yourself and get to know how you would work in these kind of difficult situations. How do you weather through it? And, uh, you know, this is a time for some self-learning, self-reflecting, and also changing. Yeah, yeah. Right? And adapting to what it is. Most importantly, uh, improve your communication skills. Yes. Right? Uh, because you don't have uh, the uh, luxury of being among 10 people and being able to do it. Even though the, you're on a okay. video conference with 10 other people, it's still going to be a window of you. All right. So um... anyway, I would say just learn to adapt, build the wrapper with the family, build a better wrapper with the team, be on your destiny. It was an amazing conversation with you. And I'm really thankful again for you to be on this show. And I'm looking forward to have many more discussions with you. Okay. Sure. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Yeah. And to all the viewers, uh, please follow social distancing and good health habits. Let, we will weather through this. We have always weathered through many a storms, but please take care of yourself. You too. Stay safe. Hello there. That is it for today's show. And I hope you like this. Subscribe now in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.